morning, everyone. Come on in. Thank you for tuning in with your girl, Takia Williams, here on Truth Podcast. We got some good stuff, some good history. I am really enjoying this. I think I'm so now getting to the point where I'm like kind of overwhelmed with joy. I'm just loving this. So today, we got some good people to talk about, and we are definitely going to dive into who is the fourth son of Jacob. Yes, that right there is going to be so much, and I'm so excited about this one. I'm definitely excited about this because... I just want to try to keep it in order, but I definitely, I'm definitely excited about this one. I'm definitely, I'm definitely expecting for a lot of knowledge to come from this. I'm hoping people can take any wisdom from this and, oh my goodness, just let me, let me get started. Because I might have to run this back to back. That's how good it's going to be. I might have to run it back to back because I'm so excited about this fourth son that I want to share with you guys for Black History Month, my person for Black History Month. And at this time, to be honest, I'm asking people, like, who do they want to hear about? Who do they want to know about? I just got one good unexpected expected nugget dropped on me today a little a little breadcrumb it's awesome though but anyhow I want you guys to get your undivided intention ready okay so the person for today, listen, I'm telling you, I'm going to be needing me some drum rolls. I need to get some effects and stuff. Because right now, let me tell you, I'm just working from my phone and from my vehicle doing this podcast. So it may ch- sound a little cheesy at times because this is where I'm at, guys. This is this is my podcast office. So <laughs> right now, we're going to get into it, okay? So... I hope you guys got y'all's ears open because today who we will be talking about is W.E.B. Du Bois, okay? And we're going to get into his name. We're going to be talking about William Edward Burkhart Du Bois. So I hope everyone is ready because we're about to dive right into this. So, William Edward um, Burghardt Du Bois. It's just a long name. (laughs) He was born February 23rd in 1868. And he passed in August of 27 of um, 1963. He was an American sociologist, a historian, a civil rights activist, a pan-Africanist, an author, writer, and editor. 
He was born in Great Barrington, Massachusetts. The boys grew up in a relative tolerant and integrated community. And after completing graduate work at the University of Berlin in Harvard, where he was the first African American to earn a doctorate. Oh my goodness, listen to that. He became a professor of history, sociology, and economics at Atlanta University. Okay, ATL, listen, y'all had some great people there. Du Bois was one of the founders of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, the NAACP, in 1909. Come on, y'all. Y'all know this is great history right now. Y'all know this is great history. Okay? Oh, this is so good. Listen, I'll be so, I'll be so just, woo, filled with this energy. Earlier, Du Bois had risen to national prominence as the leader of the Niagara Movement, a, a group of African-American activists that wanted equal rights for blacks. Du Bois and his supporters opposed the Atlantic Compromise, an agreement crafted by Booker T. Washington which provided that Southern blacks would work and submit to white political rule. While Southern whites guaranteed that blacks would receive basic educational and economic opportunities. Instead, the boys insisted on full civil rights and increased political uh, representation which he believed would be brought about by the African-American intellectual elite. He referred to this group as the Talented Tenth, a concept under the umbrella of uh, racial uplift and believed that African Americans needed the chance for advanced education to develop its leadership. Come on. That sounds like someone that's really for our rights. And that's what we, we need to worry about. And we're going to talk about that a little bit because that's, that's great. Racism was the main target of Du Bois' poems and his strongly protested he strongly protested against lynching, Jim Crow laws, and circumnation, and education, and employment. He called his cause included people of color everywhere, particularly Africans and Asians in colonies. He was prominent of Pan-Africanism and helped organize several Pan-African Congresses to fight for the independence of African colonies from European powers. The boys made several trips to Europe, Africa, and Asia. Afterward, after um, World War 
one, he surveyed the experience of African-American black soldiers in France. Oh my goodness, y'all. It's the movie I'll be watching that deals with this. Oh my goodness. Y'all have to watch it. It's called The Versailles. Y'all should watch it. But I'm going to get back to this. Um, he, he, um, and he documented widespread prejudice and racism in the United States military. Oh my goodness. Y'all, this is, this is so much right now. Du Bois was a prolific author. His collection of essays, The Souls of Black Folk. Come on, y'all can go and get these books and things. Listen at this. It's a seminal work in African-American literature. And his 1935 magnum opus, Black Reconstruction in America challenged the prevailing orthodoxy that blacks were responsible for the failures of the Reconstruction era. Borrowing a phrase from Frederick Douglass, he popularized the use of the term color line to represent the injustice of the separate but equal doctrine prevailing in America social and political life. He opens the souls of the folk with the central thesis of much of his life's work. The problem of the 20th century is the problem of the color line. His 1940 autobiography, Dusk of Dawn, is regarded in part as one of the first scientific, scientific treaties in the field of American sociology. And he published two other life stories, all three containing essays on sociology, politics, and history. And his role as editor of the NAACP's journal, The Crisis, he published many influential pieces. Du Bois believed that capital, capitalism was a primary cause of racism. And he was generally sympathetic to the socialists because throughout his life, he was an ordained peace activist and advocated nuclear disarmament. The United States Civil Rights Act embodied many of reforms for which Du Bois had campaigned his entire life was enacted a year after his death. That was a lot. That was definitely a lot, okay? That was so much just in itself on how 
um, we really should go about looking at fighting for our civil rights, you see. But we get so caught up in how the media want us to, and it's not okay. We did have great, great people who stood up and fought and, and lived uh, great lives, but with a struggle because they came out of it. You see what I'm saying? But we want to be able to fight for our rights in a much more peaceful way. And I know he probably definitely endured a whole lot, but his way of fighting, a lot of people died. But I'm not hearing like as if like, like personally, like what he did personally as an individual and the following he had caused a lot of people to get killed. Okay? So this is what is so awesome. So we have to find better ways that are truly nonviolent to fight. And guess what? The best way you can ever fight today, my people, is with knowledge. Okay? So we have to get educated in our true selves and our true histories. Know who you are. Know the power that you have within you for the way you live your life and believe in how your faith is set up will bring you through all your truck your struggles and difficulties through life you know so that way if you do die trying to get to that point it will not be in vain you know because isn't it crazy how it's not until someone in our nation for us and our people that they get recognized after they die. You know, now I know he was not actually born to be martyrs. You see what I mean? So we, I mean, what are we doing? We need to learn this history. Don't just learn the history they want to teach you so you can be angry and upset and ready to fight and get out here and riding and beating down each other, beating up your brethren, not being here for your women's and your children's and women's going against them. Let us not tear each other down in these ways. We need to come together. So this is why I'm going to share this truth. I'm going to share these people, these people that going to teach you how to fight for your rights as a people, as a nation, without the violence. Yes. Yes, this is this is why I am so happy to have this opportunity to share this truth, okay? Because we are going to be all right, y'all. Listen, let me tell you, this atmosphere just right here where I am at, it is so high. And it just want me to keep talking to y'all because I know we are going to be all right. And I don't want no problems. I don't own the right of this music. But I am, I'm in, in that, I'm in that, because listen, listen, we ain't got no job. He definitely will work it out, God will work it out, okay? So this is why we have to get educated. 
and I know this is how we all feel. Yes. Y'all listen, the Holy Ghost is on me right now. I just, I'm so excited. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, this is so good, y'all. I love y'all. And I'm going to just leave y'all with this. <laughs> and I will be back. I will be right back. I just got to take a second. Because, <laughs> yes, the Lord got me so high right now. It is just so awesome. Thank you for tuning in with your girl Takia Williams on Truth Podcast. So is everybody else doing so much better than you?